Hello and welcome to the Startups Roundtable. I'd like to start with an acknowledgement of country. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet. Here in Sydney, it's the Gadigal people. We pay respect to Elders past, present and emerging and extend our respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening today. Hello and welcome to the Startups Roundtable, where we speak with leaders from the startup community. Tony Hackett is my name and I'm your host. In this episode, I speak with Marta Fogel, Head of Performance Marketing at Seven Mind, which is one of the leading mindfulness and meditation apps in Berlin and is localised in the French and English languages. Marta has also recently joined Slave Free Trade, which has the mission to fight modern slavery. Plenty to discuss, so let's get underway with Marta. Hi everyone, I'm happy to, to be a part of, of this podcast. I'm based in Germany. I've been living here for the last almost 10 years. I came here to study and then just slowly after I decided to join the startup world. And all in all, I, I have eight years of marketing experience. And for the last five years, I've been in the mobile world. So up first companies. And at the moment, I work for Seven Mind, which is one of the leading mindfulness and meditation apps here in, in in Berlin. Our focus is mostly on the German market, so basically bringing the gift of mindfulness and meditation to German, Austrian and Swiss society. We also have our product localized in the Dutch, French uh, and English language. So if you're in Australia, you can also give it a chance. We're also recording now new content in English with a brilliant teacher, uh, but it's also based in Berlin. So very looking forward also to, to checking it out fairly soon. Other than that, I've, I've also recently, very recently joined uh, Slave Free Trade, which is on the mission to fight modern slavery. And I lead mobile marketing efforts as opposed to seven months mind, I, am, I, I lead user acquisition efforts. So basically being in charge uh, of the entire conversion funnel and user journey. Marta, that's a full-time job, any one of those. And there's so much for us to explore. If I could start by saying I have downloaded the Seven Mind app and I found the experience of just the simple things of downloading and becoming a user great. And so that experience was just fantastic. And I've already started to use the app. So credit to you and the team for what you're building there. I am very interested, though, to understand the audience. You're very specific around that audience. Maybe we could start there. How do you segment to go and access and then maintain the engagement with the audience? Yeah, so this is definitely a very interesting topic. As you can imagine, meditation and everything that is audio related has to be localized and has to be personalized because even though our app is primary, primarily German, this is where the company has taken off. We had to look for meditation and mindfulness teachers in each of the languages separately. So localization of the product is definitely more complex when you think about other mobile applications. You're just need to translate them as opposed to here you really have to find a teacher that is smart and, and, and this and knows what, what, what he's what he or she's doing right in, in this case we have to make the engagement with the audience more mindful because obviously our product is about to is about relaxation is about releasing stress is about handling daily life so our interaction with the audience is also supposed to be mindful so we also try to to engage not too much with them however 
Twitter, you as, a, as, as an end user can decide on your own how many times you would like to receive a, a reminder, let's say, or a push notification from us. So just go to your settings and you can uh, personalize it as per your needs. Because obviously we, we know how important it is to keep our users stress-free and all these notifications that are popping up can be, can be annoying. Can I take you down to a level of granularity then? And if you reflect on what you just said and start to think about the different groups, whether it's senior citizens, whether it's parents, kids, teenagers, have there been any surprises to you as you witnessed the uptake? Yeah, definitely. So what we are trying to do is recording the content as per value proposition. So essentially tackling a problem or an issue or perhaps a reason of of stress. Therefore, you can find an individual content for each of these needs. I think our English library is, is not as rich, let's say, as, as the German one. I think in, in the German app, we have at the moment almost 800 different meditations, as opposed to the English. I think at the moment, it's around 200. And you can definitely find family and, and kids content and many, many different ones as well. And in here, we also primarily focused in the English app on, on the um, female audience and also boosting confidence and, you know, female empowerment and so on. It's also mostly due to the fact that our English meditation teacher is following this kind of meditation philosophy, if you can say so. At the moment, as mentioned, we are recording new content. So new content is coming up. I unfortunately don't know myself what kind of content it is yet. I would have to check in with my colleague who is in charge of that. You've raised a a point that is important. Touching on diversity, it's not that long ago we had International Women's Day. How does diversity and inclusion become part of the fabric of your planning and your strategizing? Absolutely. So this is a topic that is very important to us. Founders of of Seven Mind are both men. However, our team is is very, very diverse. We have a lot of amazing women and and girls on on the team. So this is is great. And definitely this is a topic that is is ongoing in today's world. And I I believe and I hope for big companies, but also small small organizations to bring more diversity and inclusion into their teams. It's very important not only enriches uh, the discussion, but also, you know, brings a lot of great topics, conversations evolving around different, often uncomfortable topics as well. So I hope this will be a new trend. There's a lot going on in the moment, at uh, the moment in the world around this. And I hope that moving forward, it will get better because oftentimes I, I have a feeling as well that a lot of companies are introducing this topic. However, not too many actions are following the discussion, you know. So, yeah, if you're a leader listening to us now, definitely, yeah, let, let's do something about that and, and not only talk, but also action that. I, I share your, I'll say concern, you didn't use that word, but your concern that it's treated as a, a flare in the sky that illuminates and then passes versus light. And we need to get to that point where it is light and it's not seen as an event. So I, I, I share your your mission and your, your wish and your hope. The thing that strikes me in what you're describing as well, Marta, is how you start to plan then. Mindfulness, it's important every day, but it couldn't be more important than it is in the world that we're living in right now. You start to look forward three, six, 12 months. How do you and the team start to think about those planning horizons? 
Absolutely. So we haven't done it ourselves, but in our organization, we always make sure to leave the values and, and what we believe in. So we start every meeting uh, with one minute of silence, you know, to just come together and, and focus and, and basically also perhaps release stress. So this is a very, very basic exercise that can definitely improve the conversation and discussion. But you know, sometimes you have those heated discussions, especially if you work in a bigger organization where a lot of different voices and opinions come, to come together. So this is a very basic thing, but I, I, I wish that every organization implemented. But moving forward, I think basic principles of mi- mindfulness and meditations uh, and meditation can be very easily implemented. And this is why also within our offering, we have mindfulness and meditation webinars, exercises that we offer to different organizations. So if you're a company and you perhaps want to also get some mindfulness training, just get in touch and we can work on this together. But as said, I think that basically being kind, being uh, mindful of another person can be easily trained and easily learned. And you do it, you know, we like saying at Seven Mind that mindfulness and meditation should be implemented on a daily basis, just like brushing your teeth, you know, you, you should be doing it every day, a few times a day. Otherwise, you won't see the results. And it's, it's, it's the same principle for mindfulness and meditation. You should be practicing every day. Sure, it can be hard at the beginning, you know, because obviously if you silence your mind, so many thoughts are still coming in, right? But with time and with practice, this will be definitely improved. So I can only encourage you to start and start slow. And I'm sure that uh, you will see results in no time. I just wanted to bring my own example because I've joined the company. I think it's been already almost three years that I am with Seven Mind. So I also joined the company thinking that it's an interesting principle. I was curious about it, but frankly, I've never meditated before. And I must say that over these three years, I've learned so much. And also I became a significantly more patient person. I used to be very impatient and now I already uh, can see the impact the daily practice has on me. That was actually going to be my question to you about how did you come to mindfulness yourself? Prior to working for Seven Mind, I used to work for another app, uh, which was storytelling and by the product they were building. And our user portfolio was marketplace for spiritual advice uh, and coaching. And after uh, quite significant, it has improved steadily over last years, especially also with me being in charge of user acquisition. But yeah, speaking about myself, I am my testimonial speaks more than a million words, let's say, and and, uh, I can definitely advocate for it now. Because I was curious, I was, uh, but I said I've never meditated before. And well, right now, uh, uh, we are still uh, working remotely. But prior to COVID, we also used to have a daily meditation practice before our daily stand-up. So we would come together as a team, but was but it what but was never obligatory. So anyone can join, but you're not forced to join. And we would come together as a team. We would explore our library, the content that is, that is in the app, and we would meditate together. So the group exercise, the group meditation practice is also, it's, it's also very powerful. But again, it's a highly individual experience. So some of our team members like meditating together, others don't, because obviously it's, it's highly individual. And, and for some uh, people, it's also highly spiritual experience or perhaps very intimate, right? So yeah, it depends what, what rank you, you give it. 
One of the teams that I am a part of here in, in Sydney, when we come together, the meeting doesn't start until we have a diversity share. And that we've taken that from what the mining companies do. And the mining companies, when they have more than two people, one of the companies I know of, they don't start a meeting if there's more than two people until there's a safety share and somebody makes a comment. And it doesn't have to be something about mining. It could be something about a barbecue at their kid's school on the weekend. And we've brought that same practice into our team around diversity and inclusion. And it could be something we've seen, something we've experienced, something we've read, and it becomes a habit. And that's the only way that we can actually drive this change is to actually help each other create the habits. I think that's what you've explained there very well. I must say, I am very interested to understand between your dual roles here around customer acquisition, and especially in the last 12 months when we can't be in a room and like reading the room and reading people. Could you maybe share a little bit of your experience with Seven Mind, but also with Slave Free Trade? So with Seven Mind, it's really interesting because, as mentioned, our primary market is Germany. And what is interesting about the German market is that actually you have a range of different insurance companies that are reimbursing literally your uh, subscription. I'm not quite sure whether it's around 100 different insurance companies that are here competing for their insurance in Germany. And essentially, all of them are reimbursing this stress uh, management course that we have in our app library. So essentially, you can get access to the entire app reimbursed by your uh, insurance provider. And that also points out, you know, the importance of prevention in mental health and in stress management. So essentially, insurance providers realize how important it is to work with your mind around mental health, to long-term remain focused, long-term, you know, prevent burnout. Uh, and I think it's, it's really a leading example for all countries out there really take mental health serious. So at the moment, we are trying to bring this message to German users to tell them that they can literally get our product for free. All they need to do is basically, you know, finish this, this stress prevention course, work on their daily stress management skills. And I think it, it's definitely a brilliant message for everyone here in Germany. Unfortunately, this is a highly regulated industry and it ranges from one country to another. But but our main message for the for German users is this one. And other than that, we are focusing on bringing different value propositions to different user segments. So essentially focusing on different uh, messaging and then basically finding the users that might find a certain message and, and the value that mindfulness and meditation practice can bring them. So this is everything around 7Mind. Now, you've also asked me about a slave-free trade. So... At the moment, this is a very early stage project. We are building our Freedom app. It's still, we are very early here to actually say anything because the app is literally in the making and in the production. So at the moment, we are actually fundraising. This is a, this is a, an NGO. So we are obviously <laughs> looking for donations and, and for anyone who would like to support us. But the basic concept is to essentially end modern slavery and child labor. And what we are trying to do is build a an app that is called a Freedomer app. So essentially any user will be able to download the app and basically build their own campaign and target big companies out there that are at the moment using modern slavery. And we will be encouraging every single person out there in the world to work individually on, on ending this modern slavery by basically uh, raising awareness. So this is a basic concept of the app, but uh, it's still in the making. So unfortunately, you cannot download it yet in the App Store, but it's coming. 
I love the story. I must say both pursuits that you're involved with are very sensitive and very emotive. How do you blend data and gut instinct to decision-making and driving your direction? Understanding the user journey and understanding everything, what happens around the user engagement with the product, with the app is is at the core of my work. So yes, it's important to understand the user, but in here, the intention is a good one because we want to bring this gift of mindfulness and meditation to the world. And for for that, we need to work with uh, user data, not in the sense of private data or demographics. We don't even collect as a matter of fact, but we want to understand the user journey. We want to understand the user behavior in different markets so that we can find the matching users for prospect users, essentially, and bring this this up also to different user segments. So we do work with data, but more on the in-app behavioral tracking basis. So essentially, we're trying to understand what is the content that users engage with, what is, for instance, their favorite meditation, or what is churning users, or what is activating them. So everything around the user engagement, but also everything around user acquisition is important for us. So on my end at 7Mind, obviously the very important aspect is uh, to understand what ads are the most appealing to the users, what kind of the format, what kind of the message, what kind of also visual style, because we also experiment a lot with different messaging and different formats of the assets that we are producing here in-house. And yeah, essentially understanding everything about user activation and user churn is important to us. So to answer your question very briefly, we have our in-house BI departments of business intelligence and we work around those numbers. So we are crunching them and therefore we can look for users more effectively. I'm curious, just in closing as well, Marta, if you could maybe share what your experiences have been in the way of looking at coaches and mentors. So if somebody was listening to this conversation and they were about to embark on looking for a coach or a mentor, what would be your tips and guidance? Yeah, so definitely, I think it's, uh, first of all, for me, it was uh, the parenthood was very important. So my parents were always embracing any kind of learnings I wanted to chase effectively. So in that sense, they were always encouraging me to find new sources of learning and I'm eternally grateful for. And moving forward these days, it's definitely also my boyfriend, who's also himself a startup founder. He is definitely an encyclopedia for everything uh, startup and funding related. So uh, I must say that he's also uh, one of the drivers of you know my motivation and, and essentially everything I do is, is also highly encouraged by him. And, and that is definitely within the mentor space, uh, one of the most important people in my life who basically make me strive for more and make me thrive also in the environment I'm currently in. That's pretty powerful. You can't actually buy that through an app. So that's uh, that's a terrific answer. Marta, it's been wonderful speaking with you today and I appreciate you taking the time. The work that you're doing with Seven Mind and with Slave Free Trade is important on so many levels and it's been a joy to hear a little bit about what you've been up to. So thanks so much. Thank you so much. And to everyone, I'm also myself a mentor. So if you would like to get in touch, just go to the Mentoring Club, Google it. And I'm happy also to support anyone who is exploring the user acquisition, performance marketing, but also anything startup and grow related. I'm happy to share uh, my knowledge in more detail. And yeah, thanks so much, Tony, for having me here. I really enjoyed also talking to you. Thank you. I hope you got some useful insights from Marta's experiences. Feedback is always appreciated. Thanks for listening and bye for now.